So today's reading is going to be a classic on page 23 of the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, the first paragraph, a classic uh, little paragraph on page 23. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting, setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in his body. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances are that he will offer you any one of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of a man who, having a headache, beats himself on the head with a hammer so that he can't feel the headache. If you draw this fallacious, fallacious reasoning, is that correct? Fallaciousness. Reasoning to the attention of the alcoholic, he will laugh it off, irritated, and refuse to talk. And Paul. I'm listening. Just let the cat in. That's all right. That's all right. That was the. Uh, you want me to repeat it or? That was all. No, no, we'll read through it again, I think. Yeah. Okay, I'll read it one more time. These right. Yes. Okay, these observations would be almost academic to the point and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in his body. If you ask him why he started on this last bender, the chances the chances are he will offer you any one of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of a man who, having a headache, beats himself on the head with a hammer so that he can't feel the ache. If you draw this fallacious reasoning to the attention of the alcoholic, he will laugh it off or become irritated and refuse to talk that's the reading all right well thanks guys yeah and uh we i we saw this a little while ago but i really liked the beginning of it which to me is the whole solution really of a of recovery is not starting <laughs> yeah yeah not starting how do we get there is by admitting we can't stop yeah so we admit we can't stop we follow the suggestions and then we arrive at a a state of abstinence where we're not starting yeah and that's on one level drinking and then maybe not starting to take the false evidence seriously in one's head yes and not starting to that yeah on and on so, and it was incredible statement, these observations, all this stuff that he's been telling us would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink. Yeah, I had this the other night and uh, because it was a family member, it went on longer than usual. So again, my, one of my nephews called and he was fucked. And he had, you know, he's, I don't, I'm not sharing about him. I'm sharing about the disease, but, and he's also uh, polar, bipolar. And he was going off on the doctor at the hospital, not fulfilling his prescription for these pills he needs, which would be this whole idea. Uh, Sometimes these excuses have certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking has about creates. So he was completely focused on these mother whatever doctors aren't giving this with this huge elephant, the shadow of this huge elephant of what has led you to this position? Yeah. No, just completely. And so in a weird way, you see how the head can use drama. It uses drama 
of the momentary condition to really, in a way, avoid or deny the larger chronic condition. And sometimes if you have suffered from that same delusion, it's difficult to just sit there and listen without saying, hey, bro, not every doctor <laughs> doesn't believe you. You may not believable, be believable, yes? It's not every freaking doctor you run to does not believe you. You may not believe, be believable. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, and it's not him, it's us. I've seen it thousands of times in me. Yeah. And I see how the head uses like momentary dramas to try to deny that looming shadow. And, and sometimes it's a disservice to get totally focused with the person in those little mountains out of the molehills. And you want to point something else out and it, they don't land, it doesn't land well usually, but truly that's true compassion. Because the false compassion of, oh, you know, giving another bomb, B-A-L-M, to soothe the, the you know, momentary flare-up when the chronicness is completely uninvestigated, you know, it's, uh, that's not service in most cases for me. Yeah, so I, one of the things I learned in AA was, you know, it's, it's a disservice to keep people from their bottom. So... I just kept saying, hey, you know, it's the drinking. <laughs> it's not the doctors. It's not this. It's not that. Yeah, they're all flaring up, but the the one where they all where they're where they all get lit is from that one fire. Yeah, of untreated alcoholism or addiction. Yeah, and it's just uh so here these observations of all this would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink. Well, we can be a person that never takes the first drink for 34 years, 40 years, 30 years. That's the condition, abstinence in a way. Yeah. And what happens? Then all the the essential importance of these dramas, they're not as important anymore because you don't have to have false flag operations all day to, to, to hide what's really going on, yeah? And then when you're sober and you don't start drinking, the shit that has really run you from the shadows can come up and you can tell the truth and bring it to step six and seven and ask that newfound inner resource to change the shit instead of you keeping it exactly the same with the same reaction of denial or minimize, whatever. Yes, the whole system doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Its solution has you constantly busy trying to maintain it. The solution can stand on its own to the point of all this shit would be academic and pointless if we don't drink yeah and that and what what that implies is not not drinking with your teeth clenched and everything like that that recovery has progressed to a point where yes you're not starting but believing the false evidence you're not starting to put your foot in your mouth so you don't have to have skillful means to take it out of your mouth you're not starting to go up the ass of self, so you don't need to have divine proctologists numbers on speed dial. You're not starting a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm not having a big sit down with my girlfriend, Amelia, every night going up. You know, I've got to I got to tell the truth about this false evidence. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just crazy. The whole system has failed. Why? Let's say the meager, you know, maybe the wish upon wishes was, I would like to be somewhat happy, joyous, and free, and others happy, joyous, and free. All right. I put, all right, that chore or that intention is now given over to the hands of the selfing. And what happens? All you get back is excuses, rationality, blaming others because it doesn't produce the goods. Yeah, it's a failed system. 
We keep going back to the same well because it's an addiction. Just like we kept going back to the drink. We go. We kept going back to the thinking. We keep going back to this stuff and then expecting different results. Yeah. I love that. This whole thing would be academic, yes? Yeah. I love, one thing I love about skillful means is when you don't need to use them. I love that. I love that they're available and you can suggest them to others, but they're, the handle isn't well-worn. You're not picking it up as much because you're in a condition, yeah, that doesn't need 24-hour surveillance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time you look, you're basically grazing in the same field. Yeah, you're not fucking wreaking havoc. Yeah. And if you are, start telling the truth again. Yeah. You're outmatched. So, yes, this is about not starting today. Yeah. If we give that possibility a plausibility, okay, let's harm reduce, let's stop, you know, okay, it's necessary. But there is another possibility of not starting. Yeah. When the false evidence is starting to appear real, go to a meeting and reveal it to others. And then they're laughing about it, or they're the way they see it will shrink it back to a molehill. Yeah, this is why we have a community because we're not all ins insane at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, or have some people that you speak to and go, "Hey, wait a minute," you know. I, I, I've been listening to this little dialogue up there, and it doesn't sound kosher to me. Let me run it by you, and then, oh, wait a minute, Paul. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fucking insane. Yeah. But not, you know, the condition of having to be on the phone every five minutes, you outgrow that, hopefully, after a while. Because you get, there's a whole lot of what, a whole lot of stuff is going on and not starting that isn't going on when you're busily trying to stop. Yeah. There's a whole field of not starting, just like it says, hey, you sincerely take this position and then you get established in that position. And now the effects are quite different based on being established in it or sincerely taking, you know, the position. Yes, completely different effects, really. New power flowing in, you feel this, da, da, da. Yes, that's not starting. Yeah that's beautiful so this whole thing would be academic and plausible yes we don't need to know about alcoholism we need to be free from it a day at a time yeah the knowing it is is to lead us to that condition yeah the prof being a professor of holes is to lead us to the condition we don't fall into holes yeah it's not to be fucking i know you know really you return to like a childlike state of i don't know really yeah all i know is i've been freed from this terrible preoccupation yeah that started with not drinking and a lot more got revealed and what gets revealed i have i'm in the habit of turning it over to the care of something greater than me something that's more equipped to deal with this insanity stuff and the heavy the old patterns of it and i found that that works yeah and then i realized i'm not making that many amends because i'm not fucking around yeah and I feel meditated and I feel like what I used to pray for I'm living from. So I don't really pray as much because I'm in a state that I used to pray to get into. Yeah. Without knowing anything about it, I just wanted to leave the state I was in. So the state of fear that I'm 
everything is going to be fucked. I pray, oh, please, serenity prayer. Yeah. But now I don't f- believe it, that it's going to be fucked. Yeah. And a lot of great shit came out of getting fucked in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? But I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I love that. These observations would be academic. Wouldn't you love it to be academic so you could just go to debates and sit around and mentally pontificate about da 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 But in this case, self-knowledge avails us nothing. Yeah. We need a solution that brings us into a state of not starting a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. So not starting to believe the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know you're not start you're, you're not starting to believe the thoughts? They're not compelling the actions they used to. That's a very good indication. So maybe they're bothering your day a little bit. Maybe they're upsetting your equanimity, but you're not fucking burning your mother-in-law's house down or yes, running people for doing shit. Yes. So you're not believing the thoughts anymore because they are, they're there, their drive is to compel an action. That's how they have a splash in this world. The thoughts can only do what they're doing. It's when they compel us to do something, then we're left with a tattoo, yes? So as long as they, they're in the henna stage where the tattoo washes off quite easily, yeah? <laughs> So how is it, how can you not believe in the thoughts that are introducing false evidence? Hopefully see them as not yours. That seems difficult, is it? Go to AA meetings and listen to people share their thoughts and their feelings and their behaviors based on those thoughts and feelings. They sure sound like ours, don't they? There you go. Maybe call them alcoholic thoughts. And what happens? You'll feel some relief from the thoughts. Because the my is like the cinching. It cinches the fucking bondage, yeah? You know when you have a, a stuff on a truck? They have these, these uh, fabrics that have a cinch thing. So you put it on there and you pull it and it locks it in really well. Well, this is the my. The my is like the cinching of the bondage of self. Yeah. My thoughts, my this, my that, my life. Yeah. It's the cinching of the bondage of self. It's just, it secures the fucking false evidence and the false narrative. And then that, that truck goes careening down the road. <laughs> yeah. So. I love that. I really love that uh, because it, to me, it's sort of like a whiff of the land of abstinence. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't just stop at I'm not starting drinking. It's I'm not starting to take myself so fucking seriously. I'm not starting to take these thoughts so seriously. I'm not starting to take this this feeling that I can't describe but my head does very quickly. Oh, you're hating your partner or something. I'm not starting a lot of this. These So these giant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you're not starting that shit, other stuff starts. Yeah. Maybe the ability, you know, enjoying peace of mind starts. The recognition that you can never be anywhere else that but here and now, that starts, yeah? Yet the sense of assurance in a crazy world starts because you're relying on something reliable, yeah. So, yeah. many of us are so, yeah, hopefully, The evidence, if seen, not through the bondage of self, is quite obvious. 
it's when self reads it that you guess get a fucking weird narrative or a the way it collates the evidence is sort of uh, you know what i mean the evidence is someone someone definitely killed the other person and then you have a lawyer that collates it and makes it seem like wait a minute yeah but the fact is someone killed the other person if you look at your own life you'll see any life run yours on self-will is hardly going to be a success <laughs> yeah you'll see that you're unmanageable and life is unmanageable because you keep trying to manage it from self you'll see it the evidence is there yeah it's just who's reading it so when you get broken and there's a surrender life finally you really finally read the display of the dashboard <laughs> and you realize you're driving on empty you've run out of oil <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> here who have please someone come and take the wheel <laughs> i can't <laughs> uh, so yeah i'm happy to be here and it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful. It reminds me of something in the Course of Miracles where it talks about all this shit happening. But it says, uh, if vision was aware of, you know, if the spiritual awakening in a sense was obvious, surely none of this would have any real effect because you'd see through it. Yes. Well, most of us, what we call in a spiritual awakening, we've gone under a spiritual awakening. You have the eyes to see it, yeah? And if you don't, we'll lend you glasses, yes? They're not our glasses, yeah. So, yeah. All right, thanks, thanks, Kaiser. All right, thanks a lot, Paul. Um... If you have a question for Paul, please raise your hand. Bruce has raised his hand. Bruce, if you'd like to uh, unmute yourself and feel your question, that'd be great. Yeah, hi, everyone. Hey, Bruce. Are you, get, are you getting an echo this time? No. Okay, I, I was on a different phone. Sorry about that last night. Yeah, after the meeting last night, um, I don't know, it popped into my head. You know, in in program, it, I guess the question is, what is my role in it? And the thought, just what role is my in it? Rather than what's my role, what's the role of my in it? Anyway, that's all I got. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Bruce. We had a little riff the other day about... Uh... about it, the thing in uh, page 64, the recognition that uh, being convinced self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us and is defeating us, or, or it's, the possibility may still be there. Uh, we will now look at its common manifestations. So it, it doesn't say we will now look at our common manifestations. And so it's attributing resentment and these things we're looking at in the initial inventory as manifestations of self. Yeah. And then what is that hour that proceeds like a life, our life, yeah, our this, our that, our ego. What is that? What is that which is before everything else? Yeah. It's very clear that it doesn't mean ours. Yeah, it means something else's. So yeah, we will now look at its common manifestations, meaning self's common manifestations, not our common manifestations. Why do we keep calling the manifestations of self ours? Just fundamental question, why? Well, I, I take it as the claim, I as the claiming of mental activity and what's prior to the identification as I. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. So what we, we don't need to look any farther because uh, you're not going to see what's seen. That's us. But you can see what can be seen, which is these activities. Yeah. Okay. So more like um, not to identify, but I'm more the seeing rather than well, yeah, you don't identify with the seeing you are the seeing there's an act right, of being identified right. as something else that doesn't mean you have right, to right, right. identify with us something something else no that's, just that's what i meant that's what i yeah, meant yeah. so we are the seeing right yes okay thank yeah. you it's yeah. very clear yeah so okay it's not like oh i've identified with the wrong thing no it's it's identification yeah. And it's actually not an act you're doing, it's an act a mental state is doing. Yeah, yeah. And somehow we follow that story and we live as if. Yeah. yeah. And it leads us to a lot of, some of us, you know, incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. Yes. Yet there's no real possibility because we're identified as that which wants to get out of the the demoralization, which is the source of the demoralization. Yeah, so it, we get stuck in a little binary trap because we think, all right, well, I'm gonna stop identifying with self and start identifying with something else. You don't need another <laughs> identification. You just see you're not the identification of self. Yeah. And then you'll find out more of a living activity that's not bound to any idea. It just and is. Rather than, than I having a loss of identification, again, it can be easily in a trap. Well, yes, because the I isn't identified as self. It isn't. We're, we're addicted to the what we're listening to. And in what we're listening to, we're already self. We don't see any act of being identified. We are one. That's the take on the narrative that we're addicted to. Right. So it's not trying to convince us that we're self or we're becoming self. It's It really bases this whole narrative on a, an imaginary fact that you already are one. So you're a self, and then let's see what you're going to do. And so basically, it limits a lot of possibility. And then the one one we follow to an extreme level, which is trying to get out of self with drugs and alcohol. And then that failed because of why? You can't get out of something you're not in. So the, (laughs) the, the mistake isn't that you haven't learn that you went you got into self you've never been in self you've just you're addicted to a narrative that has you already being one yes? it's like trying to trying to convince the self that it's not the self yes. <laughs> and that would be the only the self that would do that <laughs> selfing is the only thing that would come up with the idea i'm going to convince myself that i am not myself <laughs> never being you to begin with <laughs> <laughs> so there's got to be a feeling uh, you can't be the self that's being talked about and the self that's talking about yeah? they're not, so one just, of them's not going to get out of the other there's a space before and around and under and over yeah that we are of we are of that and, I, and, I, and a little I, bit of that goes a long way here. Yes, a little bit of that influence goes a real long way. I mean, yeah. the one thing that, that I guess a skillful means, I don't know, um, is that I do take it, you know, no thought and, um, uh, you know, is valid in a sense to listen to. Um, and while being present, um, there's no time to entertain thoughts or the idea of thoughts. And that, that helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's you've been see you've lost interest in thoughts. That's a good condition. Yes. And yeah, not not that I've lost interest, but no, there's a loss of interest in thoughts. Yes. Yeah, you're yeah, an observing, I, you're you're a, a 
we're expressing and observing. So we observe changes. We don't cause the changes. We observe. Yeah, I don't believe in cause. Yeah, I, I, you help clear that up. That it's almost like everything is just an effect. You know, I don't get into the cause and effect. Yes. Yeah. So you can tell the tree by its fruits. I mean, that was a pretty clear uh, pointing from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know the tree by its fruits. You can't know the tree because you're basically the tree. So you can only be the tree, but you can know the tree by its result, by its fruit. Yes. So here in the dreaming, we know the tree by its fruits. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trick. Right, it's hard to understand, and it's you don't need to understand, as it says right here. Yeah, when you start losing interest in drinking and thinking and all this stuff, a lot of this stuff is is academic and pointless. You're you're free. You might as well enjoy it. It's just like someone we used to have in the meeting here, and we were talking about uh, the relief from the bondage of self. And he hadn't been in the habit of praying for that every day for years. And then he noticed that he was in the condition that he was praying for. So the praying for it that day was not was a disservice to the clear recognition that he was relieved of the bondage yourself. You see, this is the trickiness of stuff. So you know, when, I'm when I take a walk, I can see that, you know, I'm either in my head or I'm, you know, <laughs> present with my surroundings no what's you know okay well i'll let i'll let go someone else. Say, yes yeah it's usually there's always you're always present to the surroundings and then there's a thought that you're up in your head <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not a clear recognition of what's going on it's just an assumption that it throws out and we're yeah, in the yeah, habit yeah. of believing it yes Right, right, right. So be and a we're like the dream yeah. factory maker, and then we start making mountains out of molehills. We don't, the head does, and it just goes off. Yeah. So I take, you know, believing like just be, be leafing, be like a leaf on a tree where, you know, no one is apart from another, apparently so, and seemingly so, but, you know, that's my belief. Well, check out these leaves here. Can you see them? Yeah, ours are all gone over here. Nice, colors, nice, beautiful. Yeah, the true color of a tree when, yeah, when the, the, the chloroform is out of them. Yeah, that's the, wall, the true color. The walnut tree, it's a beautiful one. Yeah, beautiful. It's, uh, it's doing its final song of the year. It's pretty yeah. glorious. I love watching leaves um, take their way down and hit the ground and then, blow, you know, start dancing around with the wind. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's a beautiful, uh, yeah. so much beauty pouring out here. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks again. All right, Bruce. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Bruce. Um, if you have a question for Paul, um, and if you don't have a specific question, but you want to chat and then find your question, you're welcome to raise your hand. Um, there's no raised hands currently. <clears throat> um, Paul, you were talking about uh, um, self-manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us, uh, like on page 64. Um, and that also seems to be a problem that centers in the mind. Um, when you sobered up, uh, you discovered that, uh, I, I assume, this is more of a question, that it went from I cannot drink to I can not drink. Was that similar with uh, when you saw that that the thinking is not necessarily you? Was that a similar twist? Because I'm familiar with um, um, taking the first drink and then not taking the first drink. Um, I'm not completely familiar with not taking the first thought. I don't know if that's the right way to put that, but there seems to be something very similar in what we had read about uh, selfing, the way you put that. Yeah, well, this is how I see it in this right now you what you see is that there's no one that takes the first thought yes yeah yeah or you're not that one who took the first thought 
So taking a lot of the meaning out of it being you, it takes the meaning out of the thought. Yeah. If the you as the thinker tries to take the meaning out of the thought, it puts it into another thought. <laughs> it just goes on and on. But in this case, you have an assumption that you've entertained and now is producing effects is the recognition of the ownership of all that which happens. The, the, that presupposing of being the doer before the doing, yeah? which is what the mental state is up to. Really? So it reacts to the doing and it says you're the doer. Yeah. And so the, without the doing, there would be no idea of being the doer. And there's a whole lot of doing uh, that goes on with, and there's no necessariness of being a doer. Yeah. Doing is what's happening. The doer is a story or an interpretation of what's happening. Now, most people would say, it's me interpreting it that way. I don't believe that. I believe it's the mental activity interprets it that way. Yes. So I don't believe I'm doing the selfing. I believe there's selfing that says that I'm doing the selfing. You see it? I, I do. It's a different flavor. Yeah, you're describing the, the position of abstinence in, in a more broader sense. But then there are questions that come up with, like there's the feeling of love for another person or the feeling of caring or the, the feeling of affection towards all people. That gets a little confusing because that is very quickly uh, also owned. And it, it's hard to that's there the caring the affection is there could you talk a little bit about that with no one doing it just curious. you don't it doesn't matter if it gets owned it's going to but you're not the owning of it that's the point okay this isn't gonna stop the head owning what's going on what what never started is that you were the owning of it yeah See, this is the assumption it lays out. It does something and it says, oh, you've been the doer of this since the beginning. Yeah. Now, we may see the first part, but sometimes we miss the second part, which is, all right, so then it takes another position and now I'm going to stop doing that which I've never been doing. <laughs> you know, it just goes on and on and on. So this is about seeing that I'm not the one that's doing that. Yes. I'm not saying if you're waiting for a condition based on that shit stopping, good luck. Because it you're it's not under your purview. It's not under your control. You're more an observing of it or a witnessing to it. Yes. It's not about changing it. It's about taking you, which is the, the life force that's lighting the whole show up and having it uh, read differently directed. So now your attention isn't so much on this whole chain of events, you lose interest in it and it puts your attention and interest on the other stuff that's happening now, which is not a fucking like a chain link of narrative reinforcing old ideas yeah so you're really lost in the color of this walnut leaf and then yes yes you're just available now because you're not just like it's sort of like a kid in a video game they're there at your house they're in the living room but they're not available yes they're totally sucked in yes do, 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 do. yeah so what would happen if that video game was put down? In this case, the video game can continue. You just see that you're not the one doing it. Yeah. And therefore, then the video game as being the only thing gets shrunk and put into one of the squares in the bigger square of the Zoom. Yes. And you can mute it or whatever or not pay attention to it for hours. Yeah. And then when you go back to it, it has a whole story ready to dump on you. Yeah. <laughs> but after a while, I'm realizing it's sort of like when you 
oh, I'm totally lost it. Yes. Oh, I've been totally in my head, but it can suddenly stop and you're in, in presence. The train didn't have to slow up. You didn't have to turn the, it's sort of like as soon as something in you changes, it stops completely. Don't you get it? A little bit, yeah. All the trains, all the trains you've get on, you've never left the station. <laughs> you think, oh, I got on the train, and when I finally got off, I was at the same station. But you can't, you don't get the fact there was no train ride. It was just an, it was just an imaginary assumption. Because every time you come to, you're at the station. You're in the present moment, aren't you? Have you ever come off a train of thought and found yourself into next week? Have you ever? No. No, never. You're here. Yeah, here, here. It's just, it's imposing itself on you all the time and you have no idea of it. It's like the water and the fish. Yeah. So, oh, I really lost myself. So he got on that train. Oh, then I did all these things and I got back to myself and you're at the same station the train didn't go anywhere if if anything it went like this you never get off at another station it's always oh i'm back you never left this is the point the, the drive to get back is based on a belief that you've left that's going to wear itself out because you're going to get back so many times, it's going to dawn on you, you never left. <laughs> really, it's sooner or later. It's just going to break that spell because that's what's going on. Yeah? Yeah. I came back to my senses. I, you know? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, to stop the mind's activity is the mind's activity. Yeah. The head, yeah. You have to really, in a sense, if you see a pattern, it tells you a lot more than the individual event. Yes. So if you see the pattern of all these train rides from the head I took and what took me here and there, and I always end up at the same fucking station, maybe you got to have a suspicious, maybe I've never really left. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this has been a whole, whole story. Yeah. You don't need an anchor. You're the anchor. Yeah, you're the anchor. You're what you're looking for, as they say in a lot of spirituality. The seeker is the sort. That stability that you're hoping to have in an unstable event called this dreaming, this world, you are the stability. Yeah. When you, in a moment, when you're brought back to the presence, is the presence ever any different? The moment may be, you may be in another location, but when you seem to go back, it's the same same. Yes? Spacious onness. Uh, yeah? Hmm. There's a clue in there. <laughs> There's a clue. Something's trying to tell you something <laughs> it's sort of like you arrive and then they give you this ritual and then they whisper on having never left and then you're wondering what and after 50 80 times of going through this ritual you get it finally they they whisper on having never left <laughs> yeah so then you'll enjoy or be able to travel lighter through all the seeming journeys because truly they always arrive at on having never left. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yes. Thanks, Paul. So uh, Gail, uh, what's your take on all this? Do you have a question to uh, forward? Yes, hi, Paul. So hey. thank you for, for sharing of yourself with us. Um, so I, I, I was, and I think I've got some answer here, was kind of struggling with like with what they say in Course in Miracles about special relationships, you know, those those people and the, the, the loves of my life. 
So I recently had a, a, a grandchild born and it's like the love that I'm feeling now, it feels, um, what's the word I wanna say? Like, it, it's a lighter love in terms of like, it's not like, oh, I'm just loving this. I feel the loving moving through me. So there's loving going on. So it's a lighter, actually more full love because it's not like full of fear. It's not full of ownership. It's just, uh, it's not like I'm detached because I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to be have to be detached from a grandchild or this or that. No, it's like what I'm feeling is like a connection and a loving that's happening. But it is different experience than before when it was the grasping and the holding on to and I had something to to prove there was something at stake. It's a free flowing through me. So I just wanted to put that out just to maybe for my, you know, just confirming in my own heart. Yeah, that's a beautiful observation. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't about uh, It's not just about drowning the love. You don't have to be worried about being identified with it. Just drown in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the great gifts of some older people is grandchildren. I haven't seen them happier. You know, mm -hmm. certain people I know, they've never seen as happy as when they're holding their grandchild. I don't have that. I don't never have had any family, kids or anything, but yeah, enjoy it, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's not your love, it's love. It's yeah. moving through me. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's mm -hmm. cool, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is what, These are the effects of recovering from this seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Yes. You can have viable relationships with people. You can be a conduit of love, not the owner of love. Yes. It's lovely to find out. Yeah. Yeah. No more taking hostages, huh? Well, yeah, and if, and if there's an attempt to take hostages, it's not you. So you'll have a little uh, compassion concerning your own endeavors, yes? So, and you know, like the Course in Miracles says, uh, there are no sins here, there's just mistakes and they can be corrected, yeah? We have just, amends and we just, uh, hey, I overdid it. You know, shoot me. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, so like that's, that. Yeah. That's one of the most. We learn, how to live, we learn how to live successfully. Yeah. That's one of the most beautiful parts of your message that resonates with me when you 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 speak of the two sides of the same coin when you talk of the cop and the thief, and and really getting relief from both. Uh, it just resonates with me so much. Thank you for that, Paul. Well, yes, there's uh relief from one is is a fortification of the other it doesn't work yeah yes you got to recognize the currency not the coin yeah. mm -hmm. the currency is two-sided yes if you believe you're in uh you're, there's going to be a wanting to get out if you believe you're out there'll be a wanting to get in and maybe uh We're not living from the fact we are what we're attempting to get in. Yeah. And we've never been out of it. Yeah. So instead of waiting for the head to comply with our wishes, bypass the head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you. Neil. It's always a pleasure to see you. I'm happy uh, we've had a chance to meet. Thanks a lot, Gail. Um, does anyone else have a question or uh, a comment? Uh, you can always raise your hand. I don't see anybody coming up yet, just yet. You know what would be nice, Kaiser? 
you could start a small little business. I always thought, of course, you'd have to have too much insurance and everything, but, you know, renting Labradors to take to the beach for the day. Yes. Or when young children and you can be the grandchild, the grandfather or grandmother for a couple of hours, it would be great. You know, like when they bring animals to the hospital and the person light up their you know how much that's such a joy to watch yeah they bring a freaking horse in the hospital let's say a dog and it goes to the rooms and the people it's just so beautiful because uh yeah yeah so it has the same effect as standing in the ocean when it's cold except uh, the dog is a little warmer than standing in the ocean it's like that's yeah the, so you know this these the potentiality and your ability to respond like that is there because you see it in events like seeing a child or an animal or whatever it's not uh it's not something you have to acquire yeah it's a readily it's available yeah yeah now there can be a triggering by the dog or by the grandchild seemingly but there's also a trigger right where you are that can go off without having to be pulled yes it's not doesn't have to have the setting or the condition you can have that sense that you get with that dog or with the kids here now in a way yeah yeah I used to have a lot of love for it being in the water, but it was clear to me the water was not the source of that love. It it teased it out of me. So my predilection was when I'm in the ocean, let's say surfing, it it just brings a you know a childlike smile to my face. You know, there's no efforting. I don't have to breathe, hyperventilate, meditate. It's just there, and then life retired me to some level concerning that yeah but i realized like when i got my neck almost broke once and so i was in the and the doctor said hey you're not going to be able to surf again i said that's okay i've i've given up things i've loved before because they're not the source of the love yeah so then i find uh other things that bring the stuff out yeah Yes, because really now the stuff is pushing to go out. It doesn't have to be pulled out. It's pushing to be out, go out. Yes. So now I get absorbed in sanding a piece of table from a goodwill that I got, fixing it up. And um, it's like riding a 20 foot wave. Yes, it's the same basic thing, but there's not much. Uh, no one's noticing how heroic and great I am. <laughs> so in a way, it's a better, it's more humbling environment, but it works. Yeah, yeah. So don't be fooled that uh, something isn't available that's readily available. That reminds me, Paul, of um, <clears throat> in in use. I, I I wanted to get out of this moment because it was so uncomfortable, and uh, using uh, alcohol would do that. And it had negative effects every so often if i go to a meeting or if i'm having one of those days i recall being of service and calling someone else and asking about their day it has a similar effect of taking me out of this terrifically terrible emotionally uh torturous uh, state of mind and, and just connecting with another person it's and, and it, yeah it's, it seems to be a similar effect well this thing about not starting you're in a field like that Mostly you're, you're relieved of that thinking the moment is uncomfortable. You see that it's, uh, when I was constantly seeing all these moments uncomfortable, it wasn't the moment it was me. Yes. Now I'm in uncomfortable moments, but I'm not uncomfortable. I don't see myself as yes. Yeah. You see prior to. The one that it changes yeah. so uh, yeah yeah i think this is where uh 
the not starting, the abstinence, the, the habit of being sober, these are effects that become available. Yeah, not like they weren't available, but we're, we are shaped to be able to be available to that. It, then it comes out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Thanks. Well, it's, uh, I think it's about time. It's, uh, in central time, it's one twenty-seven. So Pacific time, uh, 11.27. Well, it's one twenty-six. We're always before you, bro. There it is. The West Coast. Yes. We're ahead of the game. You don't know that, do you? No. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. We know what it's like in Minnesota before you do, in California. Yeah. Yeah. Just call me if you want to know what's going to happen, because no, we got a know. different time. You're on a very big time delay over there. Yeah. So much shit's happening. By the time you hear about it. I'll, I'll call over. you tomorrow and ask you how my day is going to go. How about that? All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to so, say your goodbye? Hey, Marty, I got your message. I'm going to, uh, I'll talk to the guy and see if he's all right. I'll mail, I'll send you the uh, thing he sent me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, it may not happen immediately because I'm, I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> things, no, no, no hurry. No problem. Things are going slow here at the, uh, <laughs> at the compound. So, I know some yeah. of those benches are kind of hard to sand down. Well, yeah. Well, see, I've been reading. I read a little of it, and uh, I think it's probably pretty beautiful. But I don't know. I'm not interested in it like anymore. So, yeah. So uh, it produces a little. Uh, yeah. So, I know you, you get to a certain point and reading lots of new information just doesn't really fulfill any deep need anymore. It just doesn't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. So just uh, I basically need every month to make a, a, a blanket apology to me. I had that happen to me. Hmm? Oh, sorry, I had that happen. Who's What's going on? Oh, sorry, Annette, if you want to unmute yourself. Oh, Annette, yeah. Come on in. Sorry, Annette. I just, I, uh, my buttons are slow here. Um, I had that experience last night. I started reading a book and I was on like page two of the preface. And it talked about how it was a Buddhist book. So it's just one person's life experience talking about how the goal is to see each of us as not separate. And I thought, okay, well, I'm done. I wonder who I can give this book to. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it hit you. Yeah. <laughs> places. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to read her story for, like, it's probably interesting, but. Yeah, yeah. This uh, happens. I mean, uh, you really tell a lot about the the shift of interest in in life is amazing, really. Yeah, yeah. And and again, you see, while the interest is in certain topics, the head is f like uh, farming an identity out of it. Yeah. So sometimes it's a little bumpy at the beginning when you lose interest in that because really the head's using it as an identification reinforcement. So you're identified as someone who's looking into this stuff or, yeah? Yes. And then, uh, when you're moving away from that, the head is sort of, uh, sort of bummed out, yeah? Yeah, and it's grasping for another story to get, yeah, yeah. But hey, this is the part of, uh, recovery really yeah. it's like in a way uh the book of your life and how it's written is taken back from the mental state yeah and now you basically start with an empty page and you find out you don't have a full-blown story from beginning to end 
you know, how it was, how it is, how it's going to be. It's a, the page you're on is being filled now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no author. There's no author page, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you really you really don't know the problem until but from the solution <laughs> when the solution sort of starts filling in the space of the problem then you really know it wasn't what you ever thought the problem is just uh, a directed concern to a mental idea really yeah it just yeah so I think that thing when Jesus used to talk about, you know, be returned to like a childlike head. Uh, in some ways that really rings a bell. Yeah. So I'm like, to me, I'm looking, I'm looking forward for, to my breakfast cereal after the talk. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty nice. <laughs> My goals of the day are pretty <laughs> that shooting for the stars has been sort of now yeah, it's cool. So nice. Nice to see everybody today. And uh, I hope we're all sober today. If alcoholism and addiction has had us and uh start off with a, a gratitude for that yes no matter what we think the conditions are now at least we're not in that condition <laughs> which is a fucking godsend yeah and uh yeah yeah all right thanks everyone let's say goodbye kaiser thank you for your service and stuff for the service al from vegas yeah What's for lunch? Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, quinoa with some uh, other stuff, with some blueberries, almond butter. Yeah, yeah. I hope anyway. We got we got uh, we got a, a dynamic duo, Bill and Kathleen. There they are. It's like uh, the shotgun is full. Pew! A double barrel shot from Delaware. We got Kerry. I think he's still in Montana. Yes. Yeah. We got Jack G. I don't know where Jack G is, but I think it's in Cape Cod somewhere. We got Marty. Nice to see you, Marty, again. Michael Stacy, as always. We got Tom in uh, Washington. Tom, you have so much to offer to people. Lots of wisdom is there. Yeah, yeah. Walter, the Netherlands, the brother from another mother. He's making <laughs> something there. Yes, there he goes. Jacob and Alex, two of my favorite people. There they are. They're the dualistic uh, uh, couple, white and black. Yes, very nice. We got Jeff. Jeff looks like he's uh, riding the coast route down in Southern Cal. It's very nice. Yeah. Obviously, I would imagine the surf is small down there, as usual. <laughs> we got Rich A. From the UK. Nice to see you, Rich. And your family all as well? Oh, good. Great. Roman, as always, getting closer to that radiator. <laughs> We've been through a lot, Roman, together. Yes? Yeah. Say hello to Barbara for us. We got Gail. 
Gail's got the do going. That's nice. Liking it. Yep. We got Mickey, the matriarch. Stefan on having never left. Oh, we got Lebowski. Oh, nice to see James. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bruce, as always, Nina. Thanks, Nina, for sending me that thing. I'll look at it this morning. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let me see anyone else here. We've got, uh, oh, Jimmy R. My proximity to the weather is incorrect. <laughs> we got Sena. We got Olive, uh, Oliver from Berlin. I always like seeing Oliver here. Rob in, from Kentucky. Uh, Mia on the iPhone from San Diego now. Dave B. Uh, Jess from Ireland. That thing you sent uh, Amelia, Jess, was beautiful. The 10 things. Very nice. Thank you. Sabrina, she's come back for a couple more rounds. That's good. Yeah. She doesn't realize she was knocked out before the fight, but it's good. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> we got Catherine. Gail, James, let's see, I did this, Annette, Stefan, all these folks. I think that's it for the day. Oh, Luke, uh, no, that was Dave, we got him. We've got these folks here and this one. All right, hey, thanks everybody. Have a wonderful day wherever you are and uh, we'll see you Saturday. We have a live meeting at one o'clock Pacific time. It's on the website and the Zoom. And uh, see you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thanks for... Great job, Kaiser. Thanks again, everyone. Yeah, good job. Thanks, everybody. Guys.